Alema, I'm going to have you do our intro, yeah. but I got to let, let me read the the liner here. We're yeah. going to get out to the Smart uh, Smart Rain special guest line. Best of State Award winner Smart Rain is having an end of season sale on their irrigation smart controller. Save fifty percent off each smart controller purchased. Offer available to all commercial property zone listeners. Visit SmartRain.net to schedule a demo today. Alema, why don't you introduce our? Well, next we guest. are excited to welcome in a name that will be familiar to many and uh, will become uh, a house name again here in the state of Utah uh, because of her coverage with the Utah Jazz, which will be joining our, our team coming up this year. And of course, college football fans know who she is. If you you know watch any WNBA or women's basketball, then you know who Holly Rowe is. But Holly Rowe joining us and she's joining us right now. We don't even know where you are. We know you're on assignment <laughs> getting ready for a college football weekend. But Holly, it's so good to have you on. And, and first, like, where where are you right now? Well, I am in Oklahoma City. I have a big game, the opening game for the conference play for the Oklahoma Sooners tomorrow against West Virginia. And I've had a a crazy couple of 24 hours. Last night I was in Chicago uh, starting off the WNBA playoffs, a great game with Candace Parker and the Chicago Sky getting a win, and then a quick overnight trip to to Norman, and I was at Oklahoma football practice at 8 a.m., so I'm having a really crazy but cool sports weekend. (laughs) And a dream come true for you in so many ways, right, to be working in this industry and uh, have risen to the ranks that you have, but at the same time, you know, side by side with that, you get a chance to come back home. When you had that opportunity and it was, you know, given to you, hey, we'd like to see if you, you know, have an interest in coming back to the Utah Jazz, what was that like for you? Well, first of all, um, I would not be where I am today without incredible, incredible people who were kind and open and inclusive to me when I was a young person. Um, One, Ron McBride, who I was... (laughs) I love you, Holly. (laughs) I was waiting for you to pipe in. I was like, I thought Coach was on here. (laughs) No, I'm serious, because in that generation, you know, I, I show up at the University of Utah. I'm a dumb young student. And I'm trying to learn football. I'm taking coaching football classes from Ron McBride. And (laughs) he was so nice to me and kind and loving and open and would be great with me in interviews. Like, I think about how you coach and Lavelle Edwards and Fisher DeBerry, you know, men of that generation. If Mm. you guys hadn't been awesome to me, I wouldn't be here. You know, I would have been chased out of the business. So I just want to say thank you to you and how much I love you. Thank you, Holly. I love you, too. I think how old were you when we first had that interview? You were like. I was probably 19 years old when I first met you. Yeah, you were you were just you were just a young, a young lady working your way up and and. uh, it's incredible what you've done with your life, you know. I mean, it's it's so much fun to see you excel in your business and and uh, do what you're doing. Yeah, uh, Mafu. Remember Mafu? Mafu. Yeah, yeah Mafu. Yes. Hey. Hey. My life was on Mafu. Mafu. <laughs> Holly, Holly uh, this is the way it is here on the show today. Uh all of us, when we found out that you were going to be a part of the jazz broadcast and whatnot, all of us, or at least three of us, were all sitting here bragging that uh, I, Alima said, oh, I know Holly from way back. And Max says, I know Holly from way back. And I said, well, I did a show. I did some shows with her way back in the day on the radio. Yes. We're, we're yes. all bragging that we know you. <laughs> so that, I that's, love that so much. I'm know. bragging that I know you guys. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's really cool. We we did a shoot together. You guys saw that. I don't know if you saw the cute commercial with Alema 
Um, you know, they kind of based it off the King's speech with Bowler and Thurl and Alema and Mike Smith. And as we're doing it and, I, and we're there at the shoot, I look around and I'm like, I, I'm so honored because I've worked with every one of these men um, in some capacity or another throughout my career. So Alema and I used to do stuff together at the Blue and White Sports yep. Network 100 years ago. <laughs> Me and Mike Smith used to do, you know, whack basketball games. Me and Bowler, I did my first ever ESPN football game with Craig Bowler Jack. So I just think about this really cool full circle moment of all of us getting to work together again. And it makes me just want to get choked up and cry because it's just like, I must've done something good in my life to get this opportunity and be blessed like this. It's just a true blessing. Well, this is what you did. You worked, you worked really hard to do it. And along those lines, let me ask you, what's been the key to your success? How, how have you risen to the top in the business that you have? I think I have a really strong work ethic. I got that from my mom and dad, Del Rowe and Diane Rowe in Bountiful, Utah. We woke up at six every day and weeded the garden and shoveled horse poop out of the stalls. And like, I, I grew up working as a kid. Um, and I would say the other thing that's been great about my career is I, I'm curious. I, I think that's maybe my greatest key to success is I'm really curious about other people and what makes them tick and what makes them go. And I love learning the stories of these people and sharing those stories. So I would say those two things, good work ethic and um, insatiable curiosity. We want to get to some uh, some more college football stuff, but I have to ask you uh, about the Jazz and the excitement of the season coming up, and it's just right around the corner because we start preseason games at the beginning of next month. You know, what are your thoughts on this team as you look at the the things, the the moves that were made during the off season? Um, you know, what's your expectation? Yeah, I'm really excited. We actually have media day on Monday where we'll get a chance to sit down with all the players, and I feel like I'll have a better sense of things then, but. I think, you know, I've obviously been watching the Jazz my whole life. I've grown up in Salt Lake watching and rooting for the Jazz, working for the Jazz in one capacity or another. And so, you know, I don't know everything about the team yet, but I feel like I'm dialed in as a fan would be. And that Mm. is we have a special and unique player, a a a once-in-a-generation type of player in Donovan Mitchell. And I, I hope people appreciate what we have and understand that this kid is so good and so special and they're putting the pieces around him you know Rudy Gobert I was watching him play in the Olympics for France and I'm just marveling at the way this seven footer can move and I don't know I I hope I kind of come in with fresh eyes and I'm not I'm not jaded or biased I get to come in and be like these are some incredible pieces that the Utah Jazz has and I think they did make some good free agent moves I'm excited to see what Rudy Gay can bring you know, he's he's a little bit older, but I think he's still got some some real miles on his on his career that will be intriguing to see what kind of he, piece he can add. So I do think the Jazz did a good job. Now, we'll see. I, I want to get to see some workouts and get to see some practices. Um, and then the other thing I'm really excited about, Alema, is a lot of these kids on the Utah Jazz right now, and I say kids because I just covered them in college, <laughs> their whole college career. So, like, I've known Jared Butler since he was 18 years old at Baylor. I've known Yudoka Azubuki since he was 17 years old. I met Yudoka Azubuki on his recruiting visit to Kansas. Mm. He was a 17-year-old 300-pounder, and he came for a recruiting visit. And to watch him transform his body, transform his career, uh, become the dominant force down low. You guys see what he did in the, in the summer league. 
like Doak is for real, and I think he can add some some key minutes for the Jazz. So I'm really excited. Macy Oteague, um, Royce O'Neal, so many of these kids. I actually covered their games, you know, as they're coming up in college, and I can't wait to continue showcasing what they can do moving forward. You know, Harley, another bonus for you is you'll be able to uh, interview Quinn Snyder on a regular basis. And I know you're a deep thinker, but Quinn is too. And when you ask him a good question, he'll give you a thorough answer. And so you got that to look forward to. I think you'll enjoy that. Yeah, I'm excited. I actually covered what what up until recently would have been Quinn Snyder's biggest win in his career as a coach. And that was when Missouri upset Kansas Mm. in the heated border war in college basketball when he was coaching at Missouri. So I go way back with Quinn. I'm not sure if he'll remember me or not, but I did one of his greatest upsets, you know, ever until he got into the NBA. So I'm really looking forward to digging in to his mind. A lot of my friends that I work with at ESPN that cover the NBA have said, you are so lucky you get to cover Coach Snyder because he's the best coach in the NBA right now. Mm. So my my colleagues that work for ESPN that cover the NBA Finals, that's what they have to say about Quinn Snyder. So I think that's really cool that that's the credibility he has with other people outside of the state, and I'm excited to get to know it and, and learn his mind a little bit. Holly, Coach Mack wants to ask you about how great BYU is, don't you, Mack? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you want to ask her about that? Hey. Mack, Mack wanted to tell me, Holly, that, that you're a Utah gal, and, and I knew you at BYU, and, and I know that you know, you're probably divided on some of your loyalties with that. But um, Coach is still convinced that you're, you're pure Utah. And, of course, with that red jumpsuit <laughs> that you had on, I gave you a hard time because I was in blue and you were in red. Well, but, why, yeah. why, do you, why do you get to influence her when, <laughs> no, when, I, when I, Gordon <laughs> just gave me the mic and said, <laughs> said, said Coach McBride said, and then you just jump in and make, <laughs> your, make your statement. Go ahead, Coach. Go ahead. What? You were going to say. Holly, <laughs> now, this is you and I just talking, pretending like. There's nobody else out there. Okay. Where's your allegiance, red or blue? Oh, my gosh. It's it's an impossible question to answer because Very I Very good. Up... Well, I knew that you were going to do that. <laughs> he did. No, he predicted yeah, that. Yeah. I predicted as that. As in Holly, as it should be, right? Well, She's unbiased. I, like many young people in Utah, you know, I grew up as a Mormon. I grew up going to BYU football games since I was five years old. And so my childhood was Gifford Nielsen, Mark Wilson, Robbie Bosco. You know, my childhood was so entrenched in BYU football. But then when I got older and went to the University of Utah, yeah, and I smart. met you, yeah. and you turned yeah. my life around. So I would be dishonest if I said I wasn't – I love both teams, and I root for both teams. It's hard when they play each other. Sometimes it's like, okay, who has the most on the line? You know, the year that – if Utah beat BYU, they could go to the BCS, you know, and go undefeated under Urban for sure. I'm rooting for Utah. But then there was one year when BYU, when Steve Sarkeesian was the quarterback, and if they won this game against Utah, they would go to the Cotton Bowl and finish their season 10-2 and or 11-2. and And I was rooting for BYU that day. So, like, I went to Utah. I'm so proud of my Utah youth. And Ron McBride, you know that you hold a special place in my life and my heart that will never change. But I, I'd be lying if I didn't say there's a little bit of cougar love in my soul. <laughs> well, I tell you, you answered the question very well. Yeah, that was a good answer. But, hey, but I know that. Hey, Here we go. Here we yeah, go. It Spin it back. It's all right. <laughs> but I tell you what, this lady is 
is one of the sweetest people that you'll ever meet in your life. I mean, she is amazing. And I'm so happy for what she has done with her life. And uh, so, Holly, not just uh, rising to the top of your profession, but also in your personal life, overcoming some of the battles you've had to fight. It's inspiring, really. I appreciate you saying that. You know, it's it's weird because I just saw somebody posted something on social media today and my hair's all cut off and short, you know, and it's when I had lost my hair and I'm like, wow, that was just like three years ago. Like you forget when you battle cancer and you've gotten through it and you're a survivor, sometimes you want to block out the hard part because it was hard and it was frightening and um, it was, you know, one of the most difficult things I've been through in my life. But I, I'm so happy now and I'm healthy and I, I try to look forward and uh, I try to look forward and just be positive and I, I, I'm just lucky. I'm so grateful and lucky that I've come through it and had great doctors, great clinical trials, uh, great medicine that has helped me survive. So I'm really grateful. She is the newest member of the Utah Jazz broadcast team. Uh, she's going to be on the ESPN broadcast for Oklahoma, West Virginia tomorrow, which is, by the way, kicking off on, at 5.30 local time on ABC. So no big deal on the big network coming <laughs> up tomorrow. But, Holly, thank you very much for dropping by and saying hello and being a part of uh, Football Friday today. We appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. It is my honor and pleasure. Alema, I can't wait to be doing this yes. with you. Coach McBride, you have my heart forever. <laughs> One of the I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Coach McBride. And, Gordon, obviously, you have been such an inspiration. And I've read you and listened to you for most of my life, so I appreciate you all so very much. Thank, Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Holly. Holly wow. Can't wait. I feel Did- better. Although she's just going to have to put up with you, Alema, on yeah. the broadcast. Now, well, so I'm a little well, well, sorry. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> You know, I mean, come on. Come on, coach. Come on. Come on, coach. I need you to work with. That's awesome. That's What a great addition to the broadcast. That was fun. That's terrific. Olivia's flying that blue flag Yes, sir. He should be. All right. uh, Wait a second, Mac. You already told everybody how much you respect what BYU's doing this year. So you're waving the the blue flag. I'm not waving the flag, but... (laughs) But I am yeah. I am waving Sataki's group and yeah. and his football team. But so you're separating the football team from BYU. <laughs> kind of, yeah, they don't, they're not really BYU yeah. guys. Oh, <laughs> you remind me of every Utah fan I talk to. You know, I really like the Sataki man, but uh, the BYU guy is not so much. But Sataki. You know, no, I like. He's a lemma, a BYU guy. He's not. I'm a sub BYU guy. guy. The, he's a dub BYU guy. <laughs> but hey, I tell you what, I you know I've said this before. I have nothing but respect for for what the BYU's done <laughs> over the years. You know, but, but you know, in order for you to survive, you have to beat BYU. Otherwise, you don't survive. You know what I mean? So, oh, you set you set that tone way back in the day, didn't yes, you? Yes, sir. You know, yeah, right, he did. Uh, you, hey, you got to make your life a lot easier. I still remember saying, Lavelle, Lavelle, how do you feel about Ron McBride? I love him, but I hate him. <laughs> he used to beat me. Yeah, well, hey, he loved you. I, I tell you what, he was that guy, amazing human being. You know, so funny and and this. He was a, he was really hilarious. You yeah, know, really. He, he, 
I tell you what, he used to make Hans go crazy you know, <laughs> because he never called him by the right name. Called him Lance. Lance. Oh, Lance. Lance or Hans or whatever. He'd say, Lance, do you remember that time? And, 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 and you know, Hans is kind of thinking he's a celebrity, you know. And so he looked at him, Coach Hans. And then, and then Lavelle would look at me and said, Lance? <laughs> Hans is sensitive about his name, too. So that, well, he, well, he, yeah. well, I think Lavelle did it on purpose. <laughs> and then he'd always leave his cane at the... Yeah, at, everywhere. Like, everywhere. You're collecting so all these canes. Said, like, don't worry. I, I said, how many canes do you have? You know? And he, because he left his cane every time, you know? And I'd say... Dude, come on, man. <laughs> and then, you know, when they bring the pies yeah. to the deal, and he just dipped. <laughs> 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 like I said, no, no utensils. <laughs> just just reach in there and start he just eating the pie. He just reach in and dip it. <laughs> yeah. uh, back, I was doing a show with an, an old partner, Kevin, our friend, and we're doing a radio show together, and we're in a press box somewhere, and Lavelle was there at the event, so he comes over and he sits down next to us, and uh, he's, we're asking him questions. What he spots a, 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 a some bar, like a Cliff Bar or yeah. something, that Kevin had been saving to eat <laughs> yeah. during one of the breaks. Lavelle just reaches over and grabs it, opens it up, and starts. <laughs> when you're Lavelle Edwards, baby, yeah. everything is yours, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Hey, so Dick told me he was great at that too. He would. He, so you would have you would have y- y- your lunch there, yeah. right? So Dick told me he would look at your sandwich. Then he just pick it up and he'd take a bite out of it, you know? And then he set it back down. You know? And then the, the so what you'd say is make sure you hide your food because he's gonna take a bite out of whatever you have, you know. And just, and Once he perfect. takes a bite, it's his baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>